Dump on the Ump, Season 4, Episode 34. Tonight is Tuesday, September 25th, 2018. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in this evening or whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast, ostensibly a baseball podcast, broadcasting from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel, this is Sam. I'm broadcasting from Brooklyn, New York. <clears throat> My hot take for the night is uh, I watched the Sunday night baseball game over the weekend, and uh, Jessica Mendoza coming out with thoughtful and fact-based commentary, and then A-Rod like, not understanding it at all and like making stupid comments that have nothing to do with what she just said is kind of like a modern day unfunny Abbott and Costello (laughs) on first skit because it'll be like, Oh, you know, so-and-so's batting such and such, but not with two strikes. And he'll be like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand you. (laughs) Mookie Betts is an OPS of 1,024. Who's on first? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Who's OPS? What kind of name is that? OPS is that a Venezuelan name? (laughs) OPS is on first. Yeah. Yeah, Elad is making an entire career out of that. That's crazy. And the thing that Yankee fans were like, oh, he should be our next manager. Fire fire Aaron Boone and hire Elad. Yeah. You dorks. He's He's like one of those, you know. Idiot savant, is that what they're called? Oh, like, yeah, oh, like Rain Man? One thing, but uh-huh. he's just completely clueless about everything else. <laughs> yeah, uh, do we have to listen to him again this year? Have they done, do they have one more Sunday Night Baseball? I think so. Yeah, so we're almost done with that. Is he going to call the playoffs? I bet so. I don't know, do they do ESPN playoffs? ESPN's got, and one of the leagues, Fox has the other. I'm not sure which one's which. Glyph. Yeah, and then Fox has the World Series. Um, yeah, my hot take, though, my hot take for the evening. This weekend, the uh, Chicago White Sox played the Chicago Cubs on the south side of Chicago at Guaranteed Rate Field, home of the downward-pointing Red Arrow. And Cubs took two out of three, but in one of the games, Cubs shortstop Yavi Baez was sliding into second to break up a double play, and in my unbiased opinion, stuck out his hand and interfered with the play, breaking up the the potential double play. Um, Joe West did not call, a good friend, umpire Joe West, did not call interference, and when White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson argued about it, uh, West ejected him. And after the ejection, Tim Anderson called West terrible, according to NBC Sports Chicago, quote, I don't have much to say about him. Everybody knows he's terrible. But I didn't say much. Everybody, Everybody knows he's terrible. 
but I didn't say much, and he threw me out. It's okay. According to Anderson, West, quote, started barking at me, kept staring me down. Anderson reportedly asked the umpire, why do you keep looking at me? <laughs> After Anderson asked, why do you keep looking at me a second time, he was ejected. So, I would like to give a special Dump on the Ump shout-out to my favorite Chicago White Sox of the week, Tim Anderson, for asking Joe West why he is staring at him. <laughs> Joe West, first of all, to clarify something, Joe West is not our good friend. We hate him on right, this podcast. Right, right, <laughs> <laughs> just, just so we're clear. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought that came across. <laughs> a famously bad umpire. Yes. Uh, and he is very much in the vein of what's-his-name from the U.S. Open because he's very interested in, like, inserting himself into the narrative of the baseball game. Like, he probably came into that game being like, I'm going to throw a motherfucker out of this game. Like, right. before the game even started, there's no doubt in my mind. He was like, I feel like people haven't been paying attention to me enough. <laughs> I'm going to do something ridiculous in right. this game. And he did. And he did. He threw out Tim Anderson. Uh, right. Side note. Oh, I don't have Tim Anderson's war up right now. He leads the Chicago White Sox in war at, I believe, 2.8. Uh, meaning that the Chicago White Sox are the only MLB team this season without a player with a war over three. Just that's saying. pretty bad. That's pretty bad. We're better than Kansas City. Though. Even the even the Orioles have a player with a war above three. Right. The, the, but the rest of their team must be absolute trash. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So. So what does that mean? It means well, you need a superstar. We need a superstar. Anderson yeah. is in the high twos. Yohan Moncada is in the high twos. Jose Abreu, he's been hurt a lot lately. Um, Isayo Garcia. We have a lot of guys who are like middling to good, and we have terrible pitching. Right. I wonder if there's like a correlation between ticket sales and team war. I bet there's a correlation between ticket sales and individual war because that would signify that you have a superstar and that that superstar can draw more casual fans. Chicago White Sox, I, last time I looked it up, were 27th out of 30 in attendance. Higher uh -huh. than Baltimore and Kansas City, but near the bottom of the bucket. And I think that, I'm trying to think, I feel like they're worst teams who have draws that the White Sox don't have. Right. Well, I feel, you know, there's teams like, I remember for years, the Seattle Mariners who, by the way, are not making it to the playoffs. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Jesse, sorry, but they Jesse. are not going to the playoffs. He, was, he seemed surprised by that today. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't been paying <laughs> yeah. um, But he, but, uh, you know, back in the day when they were real, t real trash, every fifth day, Felix Hernandez would pitch and the stadium would be full. Right. So <clears throat> there is like, and there's plenty of instances of that uh, you know, the Mets showing up for DeGrom, maybe not this year, but Syndergaard last year definitely had that kind of draw, that superstar draw. And there's other players that, 
you know, people go to the ballpark, uh, you know, Mark McGuire in the home run race. Yeah. A superstar can really, regardless of whether your team's competitive or not, a superstar can really bring people to the ballpark. Yeah. I would say that when the White Sox had Chris Sale, he was one of those, especially right. if you have a pitcher. The flip side of that being that you, uh, if you are a superstar, you don't have a lot of motivation to be wasting your best years on a 60 or 70 win team. Right. I mean, you've got money. That's your motivation. That's right. what the money's for. But you yeah, could get maybe your, What's that guy for the twins that signed the big contract and that sucked for the rest of his life? <clears throat> Joe Maurer? Joe That's who I thought you were saying. I feel like sucked might be a hyperbole there. Right. But I see what you, he's He's set. He's set. He's set. He grew up there. Yeah. <laughs> Like was really good. Okay, he was really good. Signed the big contract and then didn't stop trying as hard. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I want to thank you again for listening. Thank you uh, for everyone who tuned in last week when we talked a lot about uh, Jacob Degrom and his case for the N uh, NL Cy Young. We might talk about that a little bit more today because I got some opinions about that. Some uh, cities who turned out. Shout out to Portland, Oregon. Coming through. Number one on the view list this week. Uh, part of me just thinks a couple of people in Portland passed out with their Apple's iTunes just playing Dump on the Ump. And I'm fine with that. That's what gets the listeners in. I like to think that we are the dancing music for like hipster strippers in Portland. <laughs> Oh, like they remix us. <clears throat> no, like they just play the podcast and do like interpretive stripping dance. Like, because, you know, there's a lot of strip clubs there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Club town. Yeah. But, uh, you know, also famously a weird hipster town that may do some avant garde podcast strip. Yes. Nights, you know? Yes. I bet you you're right. Uh, I mean, I'm probably right. So we need to go to a strip club in Portland next summer. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Mariners game and then Portland strip clubs. <laughs> Put it on the docket. <laughs> yeah, it's worth a trip all the way across the country. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe go to a soccer game. Yeah, if yeah. you're listening to this and you're from Portland... Just tell us the best podcast-themed strip club right. in your city. Yeah. <laughs> we will hit that up. We'll hit it up. Yeah. We'll, we'll give it a shout-out on our Twitter page. Yes. Shout-out to number two, Urbana, Illinois. Champagne. Yeah, rival. No, I'm Champagne. There's somebody else living in Urbana listening to our uh -huh. podcast. Um, Seattle, yeah. Washington. So we were big in the Pacific Northwest this last weekend. Cool. Mariners aren't making the playoffs. Yeah. For those of you listening, yeah. Mariners aren't making the playoffs. And early season projection, neither are the Seahawks. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, bright side, I've got to double check this. They won another WNBA title. Oh, hey. I believe. I'm going to Google that. I knew they were in the finals. 
pretty sure they swept. I'm pretty sure the uh, Seattle Storm, yeah, swept the Washington, D.C. Mystics three games to nothing to win the WNBA title. So, you got that going for you, Seattle. Yeah. You got a pretty damn good uh, college football team, too. So, there's things going on. Yeah, the the Washington, D.C. lady fascists is what they should be called. Instead of the mystics, the lady fascists? Yeah. Uh, Well, that's, yeah, we'll get into the Washington, D.C. fascists, man. How many, so that was their third championship. So congratulations to the Seattle Storm on yeah. their third championship. Um, other cities who tuned in last week, Mountain View, California, Chicago, Illinois, Baltimore, Maryland, Daegu. Sorry. What? Sorry um, to you Orioles fans. Oh, Tell yeah. Me. Yeah, we talked last week about this is like the worst season. No, the Orioles were playing the Red Sox, and they were uh, last weekend, right? Right now. Right today. now. Like, they got rained out today, but they're playing doubleheader tomorrow, and they played last night. And they're 59 and a half games back? Yeah. So that's got to set a record for games behind when you're playing another team. They're 59 and a half games back, right? I'm not making this shit up. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. That's crazy bad. They are 60 and a half games 60 back. 60 and a half games back. They were 59 and a half, and then they lost. Right. Yeah. That's, that's insane. They're playing a doubleheader. They've lost 111 games. Yeah. People talk about how bad it is to crack losing 100 games. They lost, they've lost 111 games so far. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good year for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, married in Connecticut, Providence, Rhode Island. I've got something to say about Connecticut uh, if we sweep back to our um, baseball fiefdoms. Oh, man, uh, don't even get me started on Connecticut. All right, because I, I read a Sports Illustrated article. There's literally one town in Connecticut that is, like, on the borderline between the Yankee Empire and Red Sox Nation. Like, you uh-huh. can draw, like, it's the Berlin Wall of right. Red Sox-Yankees goes through this town in Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. What's the, what's the deal? Do they like have bar fights all the time? I assume so. I don't know. I can't. They actually. just like have a they have curfew on game days. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jets versus Sharks every yeah. <laughs> every weekend. I drove through Connecticut this weekend. Uh huh. The fucking people in Connecticut cannot drive. I swear. <laughs> Tell me about it. There was like I was driving. Totally fine, totally fine, totally fine. Boom, traffic jam. And I'm like, oh shit, there must be an accident up ahead because it wasn't like there was a ton of cars on the road, right? right. It was like, oh, it must be a really bad accident. <clears throat> Half an hour later, it turns out it was just a tunnel. Like, <laughs> the, road, the road didn't get smaller, the speed limit didn't change at all, there was no accident. There was nothing wrong. There was no road construction or anything. There was just a tunnel and like an hour of traffic. <laughs> because people in Connecticut 
<laughs> apparently don't realize that you can like drive the same speed <laughs> underground as you can <laughs> above ground. That guy go real slow. <laughs> Morlocks, Morlocks might jump out and get you. Right, and then it's like they. I don't. It does. It boggles the mind. <laughs> it's like, oh, traffic jam could be a horrible five car pile up. Could be a tunnel. You never know. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like embarrassing for them. They should be embarrassed. There's they lots of things embarrassing. Yeah. Also, there's so many Yankees fans there. Right. They should be embarrassed about that yeah. too. There's a lot of things to be embarrassed about. Yeah, I'd say there's probably a like, like researchable correlation between Yankees fans and horrible drivers. Ooh, that's a good call. But then you have to consider what it means to be a horrible driver in New York City, because I feel like the criteria are completely different. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Also, Massachusetts is full of horrible drivers. Too. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of drivers. <laughs> maybe, it's just, maybe it's just baseball fans. That makes sense. I would, I would go with that. Not me. I drive through tunnels really fast. <laughs> and you don't use your turn signals ever. Right. Yeah. Actually, like you know, because what happens if there's an avalanche? I don't want to get trapped in that tunnel. Right, go fast and go don't fast. Yeah. You gotta get through that shit quickly. Yeah. Also gremlins might grab you. Right, exactly. Yeah. So you gotta go double double fast. There is a tunnel in Portland, Oregon that has a rainbow going over it as you come into the town. Uh -huh. It always makes me think about leprechauns. Uh. By the way. Is there a traffic jam there? No. No. But, like, Oregonians are very conservative drivers. They always get mad when people from California come and drive too fast. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you for listening to last week's episode. If you like this week's episode, check out our older episodes. Check us out on Apple iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Check us out on SoundCloud.com. Follow us on Twitter at DumpOnTheUmp. And find our Facebook page. Uh, also, you can email us. Nobody ever does. But, you know, if you want to, shoot us an email. Um, so, hey, it's the last week of the regular season. Hey, it's gone by too quickly. I know. Summer is over. It is now officially scientifically autumn. We are past the fall equinox. And the Red Sox have the best record of any team in Boston Red Sox history. Mm. So there you go. I've clinched the division at Yankee Stadium. Um, all the playoff teams in the AL have clinched. The only deciding factor yet to be determined is where the wild card game will take place. Either Yankee Stadium or... What's it called? The OO Coliseum in Oak. Yeah, the Coliseum. Yeah. I really hope it's there. And not just because I hate the Yankees, but like, I just really think it's like that stadium is kind of a black eye for Major League Baseball in general. Right. Because I feel like it was supposed to be like a college football stadium or something, like retrofitted to be a baseball stadium. It's, and it's, it's the like, only stadium that still has uh, an MLB team and a NFL team. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, then there's Yankee Stadium, which is, like, modern, 
every seat cost five thousand dollars during the regular season. Yeah, like only Wall Street douchebags can go there. Mm-hmm. And then you know the one in Oakland, everyone's just like smoking weed in the bleachers because it's legal. Like, playing Sudoku or probably I guess. Is that what you do? Go to a baseball game, smoke weed, and play Sudoku? Yeah, I think because tickets are like $3. Yeah, yeah. But for the playoff game, that would be awesome for the playoff game. If you could get $5 playoff tickets for a, a one-game playoff between the A's and the yeah. Yankees. Oh, that would be amazing. You got to pay $25 to get into the hacky sack circle? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think it's kind of been a tough part of Oakland also. It's off the interstate. Yeah. And Oakland, I mean, yeah, there's hippie Oakland, but there's also tough Oakland. That's where the Hell's Angels are from. Uh, right. So you could basically have the Hell's Angels be your security. No one would get murdered at all. Nobody. Right. The only people who got murdered would get murdered by the Hell's Angels. Right. And they'd be Yankee fans. Right. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Or like Giants fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um inexplicably a couple Giants fans end up like beaten to death outside of yeah. the Yankees. Yeah. The Yankees. Yeah. Without even tickets though, how would they get yeah. there? <laughs> like clearly had been driven there under duress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um but so what you said you watched the Sunday night game, Red Sox Indians I watched, I think it was a Friday night game, Red Sox-Indians, which I enjoyed. But I was thinking, like, these games are meaningless. I mean, other than, I don't know, trying to get you a record number of wins, uh, guys playing for MVP, you've got lots of guys competing for the MVP race. But the Red Sox are the one seed. Cleveland locked in. They won their division. They're playing Houston in the ALDS. The winner of the wild card game is going to play the Red Sox. You know, play your scrubs, as far as I'm concerned. Well, the Red Sox, I mean, <clears throat> yes. But the Red Sox needed one more win to lay down best record and home field through the playoffs. Also, you don't want to come into the playoffs too cold, you know? Right. I was going to ask about that, and as a manager, how you would finesse that. I know that Mookie Betts did not play in the first game of the series, but I think he played in the other ones. Yeah, he's taken a couple nights off recently. Yeah, All the starters are getting rest. Like, after they clinched the division in New York, mm-hmm. which was so sweet, Yeah, the only starter that Started the right. The only person who started the game the night before who started the, that next day's game was JD Martinez, and he like demanded to play. Right. Um, he doesn't want to take one. He, they interviewed him about it the, uh, during the Sunday night game. He doesn't want to take more than one day off a week. Interesting. Um, and I think that <clears throat> I don't know. I think you got give your guys days off. I think that you. Um, probably are going to start uh, working on how you're going to do substitutions and stuff for your playoffs. Like, I think you probably start managing your games a little bit more like a playoff game. Uh-huh. Um, working on pinch hitting, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. 
And your rotation. How are you going to play your rotation? Right. Yeah. That's key. Now, you were telling me a little earlier about talking to your nephews and trying to explain to your nephews that this is statistically the best Boston Red Sox team of all time. Right. How is that figure from a historical lens? Because you, for your childhood, the Red Sox were not super successful, and then once you turned, what, 21, they became successful. Um, and for your father, like, they were not successful. He lived under yeah. the coast for your decades, decades, decades. Right. And now you've got the next generation coming up who only knows success from the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. So well, I was, you know, I was trying to explain this to my nephews who are pretty young. I, I don't know how old they are. Like, four and seven, something right. like that, maybe. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I was like, this is the best Red Sox team ever. And they don't, you know, they've only just started paying attention to baseball in the past couple of years anyway. So they don't get it. They don't, you know, they're too young to kind of understand statistics. And I also had like a bunch of candy in my pocket. So like they weren't interested in talking baseball stats. You're like, come on, guys. So war plus is important because that's how you... (laughs) Let's get into OPS right Yeah. Now. <laughs> like, Babbitt, over time, Babbitt regresses to the means. You can't put too much faith in Babbitt. I, uh, no, but I think that what it made me think about is that, you know, all of these things, you know, before my time, kind of starting with, you know, Roger Clemens was around when I was around their age, probably. Uh-huh. And that was his heyday, and I had no clue. He was striking 21 people out in a game, which was amazing. For the but time. You know, Ted Williams and, like, all of these amazing Red Sox teams and players. And, like, uh, it was the 86 when they lost the World Series, right? Mm-hmm. I was three years old. You know, I don't remember that. Uh, but, you know, for... But you'd seen the video over and over and over again. Yeah, a million times. Yeah. Bill Buckner. Yeah. What a dick. Yes. <laughs> uh, Fucking Bill Buckner. <laughs> so, and you know, in my mind, it's like, you know, Manny and David Ortiz, right. like back to back, that's the best three, four punch that I've ever seen. Right. But now, you know, now it's like JD and, you know, that's a, and Mookie, that's like a one, four punch. They're probably the two best hitters in the American league, if not the majors. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. On the same team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and that's just kind of like to put into historical context, you know, they're just, Red Sox have been around forever. Right. And then me trying to explain to my young nephews, what that means, and then they don't, you know, of course they don't get it. There's a line from the Daily Show book, America the Book, that was, you know, 2002 or something like that, where he said the only good thing about the old days was that the Cubs used to win the World Series every once in a while. Other than that, they were just Nazis and polio, something like that. Right. Like, like, putting baseball into that historical context that, uh, you know, 
Babe Ruth is further back in history than Adolf Hitler. Right. Like, and how does baseball as an historical artifact kind of connect, linking through the years? Somebody was tweeting, ah, God, I wish I could, you know, we are 60 years from the 1960s, and the 60s are only 50 years from the 1910s. Sports Illustrated right now is doing a, a recollection of the 1978 uh, NL, AL East, uh, or I guess it was just the American League, when when the, you know, Bucky Deck, the whole uh, Red Sox collapse at the end of the year and the Yankees catch him and win right. the one-game playoff that everyone remembers. That was 1978. So 1978 is halfway between... Today, in 1938. Right. You know, so you, so keeping that kind of historical perspective, I think, is super interesting. So, 2004, the Red Sox, when the, the curse was reversed, right? 04. Sure. Yeah. Was 14 years ago. So, 14 years before that was 1990. What were the Boston Red Sox up to in 1990? I don't think that the 90s were a good decade for them. Right. Except kind of near the end when they got uh, Pedro and... Uh, right, 99 maybe yeah. they were good. Go see Apollo. Oh, yeah, 90, 97, 98, 99, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So just thinking like in those historical terms, like 2004 is a long time now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah. Hmm. There was a blood moon the night they swept the Cardinals. Do you remember that? No, I was so drunk. Yeah. We were in my house, right? I was on campus. Really? I don't think I was at your house. I was at your house for game seven of the ALVS. Right. Yeah. We stayed, because we had to stay up late. Didn't that game go to yeah. extra innings? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No, game, no, not Game four game. went to extra innings. Game six, too, I think, went to extra innings. Yeah, I think it was game, game four. Seven, game, game seven, I don't think, was a nail-biter. I yeah. think it was... Yeah. Game I four was the night that we stayed... We stayed up to, like, 4 a.m. Right. Yeah. That was crazy. That was a good game. Yeah. Um, anyway, the point is, time is a constant. And everyone time, dies. Time is a flat circle, too. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> Who knows that? Yeah. So it is interesting, you know, talk, younger people. There's a guy, at, uh, Shy Sox Mike fan. He's like 18. He's on Twitter. And he, he's a huge Chicago White Sox fan. Had like 3,000 followers. But it's really interesting him talking about 2007, 2008, 2009 as if it's ancient history. It's really right. weird to hear people talk in those kind of terms. Right. Yeah. Well, when you're 18, that is ancient history. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he'd never even he'd never even had a boner at that point. Probably not. I don't know. Little kids. No. I'm not uh, maybe like a you know <laughs> like, not like a real one. Right. 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 Huh. <clears throat> so, uh, let's look at the senior circuit for a second the National League. So the only team that's clinched 
so far. So everybody's clinched in the AL. The only question is, is it A's at Yankees or Yankees at A's? Where the wild card is. Where the wild card is. Yeah. Totally. Um, in the NL, the only team that's clinched right now is the Atlanta Braves. Before we move on, I would like to take this opportunity to give a Nelson Muntz ha-ha at motherfucking Woody Page. Because, <coughs> like, a month ago, I was tweeting at Woody Page, totally friendly, and I was like, I think the Braves are going to win the NL East. And he was like, good luck with that. And hey, look who was right. Right. He said, no way, they're too young, not right. enough experience. Right. But he was wrong. And then he said, and then he had the gall to say, what are your credentials other than being a Braves fan? Which we are not. <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah. we are definitely not. Right, right. I guess We I, don't even like the National League. No, I would give the Braves like a C. Yeah. Yeah. They're fine. I don't hate them. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Obviously, our credentials are the best goddamn baseball podcast that you're listening to right now at, your, at the strip club in Portland that right. you're also at. Nobody's fucking taking their bra off to around the horn, I can tell you that. Guaranteed. Is that the show he's on? That's the show, yeah, that's the the game show, ESPN game show. He, he like, uh, has radio shit he does and, and newspapers. Anyway, so suck anyway, it, Woody Page. Braves won the NL East. Yeah, I feel like our credentials are just as good as his. Yeah, basically all we do is talk shit into the ether, and that's like all he does. Also, right. Only difference is that he's old and yeah. slow. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're younger than he is. Yeah, and that's you know, We know the internet. Mm-hmm. We're millennials. Yeah. Avocado toast. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so suck it with your page. We were right, you were wrong. But yeah, yeah. the Braves won the NL East. Um, so they've clinched, but they haven't clinched. We have no idea. I mean, they won't be in the wild card game because they've clinched the division, but they'll probably be the two or the three seed. Um, Cubs have yet to clinch the division, which, thank God, I, thank God they did not clinch in the series at the White Sox this weekend. That would have pissed me off. Um, they are a game and a half ahead of Milwaukee in the NL Central. St. Louis is still in there also. And then the NL West uh, looks like coming down to the Dodgers and the Rockies. Dodgers have a one-and-a-half game lead on the Rockies in the NL West. Guilford, Connecticut is the border town between Red Sox and Yankees, by the way. Um, if the playoffs were to start today, it'd be Cubs, Braves, Dodgers, um, and then the wild card game would be between the Brewers and the Cardinals in Milwaukee. Tight. Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for the Brewers, I'm rooting against the Cubs, I'm rooting for Colorado, but that seems kind of like a stretch at the moment. They're on the outside looking in. 
I'm kind of disappointed that the Dodgers actually got their shit together and and took uh, control of that division. But let me tell you this. The team that I'm really disappointed in is a team that nobody ever thinks about because nobody ever fucking remembers that they exist. And that's the Arizona Diamondbacks. Arizona Diamondbacks were the number one team in the NL West on May 1st, June 1st, July 1st, August 1st, and September 1st. And since then, they have dropped like a dead rattlesnake to nine games behind the L.A. Dodgers. Damn, since the first? Yeah, in 24 days. Fuck. They've lost eight of their lot, eight of their last ten games. Four in a row. And four in a row. They're seventy nine and seventy eight. They've got. I mean, we talked a little bit about this last week. They got Granky. They got Goldschmidt, and we don't know. That's all they got. I mean, right? That's all. That's literally all they have. Granky. Yeah, they probably have like a couple other guys who pitch. Right. Oh, no, that's the team that only has two players. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> listen to last week's episode. <laughs> when you put it in that perspective, they're pretty good. Like, they're over 500, and there's only two guys on the field. Like, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be some kind of record. Greg is really fast. He can field lots of positions. <laughs> Remember the Gray Eagle who could do a... Triple play from center field. Yeah. Yeah. Cranky's like that. Yeah. Only a pitcher. Um, but here's my question for you, and I don't know if you've got if there's a good question or not. They had JD Martinez last year. Yeah. Right now they're seventy nine. What? They traded for him. They traded for him. at the deadline from uh, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, and he he got he was a free agent. He, yeah, free agent signing for Boston. Yep. Like, how do you do that if you're Arizona? I know that you don't have the deep pockets that the Red Sox have, but if you had uh, JD Martinez, what? They paid Granky. Yeah. Like they don't have they don't have no money. Right, right, right. They're if they had JD Martinez on their team, they they'd be a playoff team. Right. Yeah. Maybe in first place, probably. Yeah, I mean, that's nine games. He's got a war of nine, doesn't he? Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting now, looking back at the entirety of the year, right? Right. Like, and, and like, thinking that J.D. Martinez was out there on the market for, uh... However long he was, he was he was dangling out there for a long time. Everyone was just kind of waiting for Boston to take him. They didn't for a long time. Right. Anyone, anyone could have taken him. Right. He, you know, was arguably the most productive offensive player in Major League Baseball this year. And yeah. how how do you think? How many teams are there? Thirty teams. Thirty teams. Like how many? How do you feel? Think twenty nine teams feel. Yeah. About not signing him. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, 
this is one of the best free agent signings of all time. Yeah, well, I mean, one for one year. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, damn, yeah. If I'm a fan of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and I don't believe that fans of the Arizona Diamondbacks actually exist. Right. But <laughs> if they did exist, I'd be upset at my team right now. They're just like... Russian bots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Russian sex bots. They're just Russian <laughs> sex bots yeah. that are like automatically clicking on things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a weird thing, though. How many great players have actually played for the Arizona Diamondbacks? I mean, Randy Johnson. Um, who did? Did Schilling? Coach Schilling. Schilling. Yeah. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Clemens didn't, did he? I'm just no, thinking think of so. dirtbag pitchers I know. Um, um, who else was on the on the World Series team? They had a lot of good guys on there. Well, Goldschmidt's really good. Yeah, Goldschmidt. Granky's really good. Granky. Yeah. JD Martinez. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The list goes on, or maybe it doesn't. That maybe that, that may be the list. list. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here's my question. I don't know if you have an answer for this. So they tra- So Mo- Detroit knew they were going to lose JD Martinez. So they traded him to Arizona. Right. Why did Arizona... Like, Arizona got him for less than a full season. Yeah. That, well, that was a, it was a playoff push acquisition. Were they pushing for the... That's my question. Yeah, they made it to the playoffs last year, I'm pretty sure. I don't think they did. Did they? I think they did. Mm, Google that. I've got... One observation, we're at 41.53 right now, about two-thirds of the way through the podcast. I've got one observation I would want to make about Oakland Athletics, and I don't know if it's good, intelligent, or entertaining. Do you want to hear it anyway? Yeah, definitely. So they made the playoffs, and they are the first team, I believe, if you check my facts, they are the first team to make the playoffs with a starting salary, with the lowest starting salary in Major League Baseball at the beginning of the season. So, who, wait, who is Oakland? Oh yeah. At the at, at, on opening day, the A's had the lowest salary of any team in Major League Baseball, and now they don't because they they picked up a couple of guys, but they're making the playoffs. And they're the first team to do that. Billy and Bean, you son of a bitch. You've done right, it again. Right, right. Now, let me couch this in the fact that, hey, I fucking like Oakland. Like, I am a big fan of the Oakland... Well, no, I'm on that bandwagon. Let me put it that way. They're like my third favorite team in that division. Second, maybe. I don't know. Um, and I'm happy for them. And like we talked about last year... There are those guys up there in Oakland, and you're like, why are they good? Why are they kicking their asses and taking all of our gold? They don't even have anybody who's good on their team. They're just a bunch of Hell's Angels, Mad Max-style right. riding around the barren wastelands of Northern California. Just Mad Max and all over Mad Max and the shit out of the place. But Oakland is getting tons of good press for making the playoffs with this Bale Bones salary team. All they've got is Chris Davis and a guys and then a bunch of guys I don't know. Crush Davis. Crush Davis, right. 
But are we undervaluing the actual players by talking so much good shit about the Oakland Athletics? Why aren't we talking good shit about the Red Sox and the Yankees of like, hey, they actually pay their players market value to get the good players. Do you see right. my point? Yeah. Right? Why Why is it so awesome for Oakland to find success with this bare-bones team, um, which is just meaning that they're not paying their guys what they're worth? Right, but I feel like I don't know anyone on the Oakland Athletics other than Chris Davis mm-hmm. or Crush Davis. Um I'm pulling up their roster now, but like, and we talk so much shit about like the Mets, who have like a bloated, fucking roster and suck, right. and have all these old guys who are dead, like David Wright and Ryan Howard on their team. Don't fact me. Don't fact check me on that one. Ryan Howard played for the Mets. Yeah, and Ryan Howard died. Remember? Yeah, but he's still on the Mets salary. <laughs> Mets are still paying his ghost for some reason. <laughs> uh, David Wright's retiring. He's playing the last game of the season and retiring. Right. Joe Mauer. Uh, I, mean, I, I think that his leg is going to fall off, or that's what I'm hoping for. Anyway. <laughs> like his, his knee literally separates from the rest of his body. <laughs> um. uh, and, you know, I don't know. Like... I'm looking at the the A's roster right now. Yeah. And they literally have somebody whose name is Ryan Dole on their team. The dullest. Like, the dullest. Dull. Yeah. He's dull. He's like, dull. it's dull roster. Like, I don't know any of these people. You right. know? How old are they? How, are they all young guys? I don't know. How do you... I don't know. I just, I, there's a way. The Giants actually don't have the oldest roster. I, we looked this up one time. Yeah. Indians actually have a really young roster. So so does Boston, actually. Yeah, the Red Sox too. Yeah, um, I guess I guess I just think it's weird that we praise the genius of owners and general managers for being cheapskates. And I guess are they geniuses or are they just cheapskates? Because hey, Kansas City and well, Kansas City is the only team that comes to mind. The Miami Marlins, like there are these other teams that gut their rosters and don't pay anybody any money, and they just lose. So what's right. the difference? What's the difference between Oakland? Are they lucky or are they good? Are they strategic or are they just cold blooded? Do you see what, do you see what I'm saying? Twelfth youngest team in the league out of thirty. Older than they're kind of in the middle, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They're older than Boston, Atlanta, New York, uh, and that's the only playoff teams that are. Younger. O- Oakland is older than Boston, Atlanta, and New York. That's and fascinating. And wow, the Boston Red Sox age is a flat twenty-eight. Oh no. yeah, 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 yeah. There are some morons on Twitter who are saying that the Red Sox have. Mortgage their future to win now. That ain't the case. If Boston keeps this team together, they're gonna be good for a really long time. How old is Chris Sale? I want to say twenty eight. 
Well, he's less. He's under thirty. I think he's, he's twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. So he'll. He's got a couple of years left in him. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Cleveland Indians are the second oldest team in the league. Are they? We must have looked that up. I remembered that incorrectly. <laughs> Yeah. They're 29.9 years. The only team older is Toronto at 30.3. Toronto is the oldest team. That I remember yeah. being surprised by that. Toronto, Cleveland, yeah. San Francisco, Arizona, Texas, Arizona, Angels, Arizona, really? Twins, Astros, Nationals, Brewers, Mets, Dodgers, Royals, Cubs, Marlins, Orioles, Rockies, Athletics, Tigers, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Braves. Sorry. Braves, yeah, Braves. Yankees, Cardinals, Padres, Pirates, Reds, Phillies, White Sox. That's all the teams in the league. Yeah. White Sox are the youngest. We got we got a we got youngest. We're the youngest. What are you? We've got future. We've got Moncada, we got Anderson, we don't have Kopech because he his arm fell off. We got Yale right. Jimenez. We'll be fine. We can figure shit out. Alright, so I mean we've touched on a lot of interesting topics. I don't know if we've ever got made a point. Or if there's any point to be made. Uh, I think that the A's, what the A's do very well, what Billy Bean does really well, is he never signs anyone to long-term deals. And I just feel like he has a lot of people that either draft and bring up through their system, like they have a strong farm system, and then get like build up these players really aggressively and then trade them at the peak of their market value for young players. Hmm. And so it's constantly this thing where they're like constantly building up their farm system because they can control these young players for very low salaries. Right. And they've been doing the opposite of the Seattle Mariners in the sense that Oakland over the last decade is either in the gutter or the playoff team, where right. Seattle has been consistently inconsistent, consistently mediocre, never right. made the playoffs. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll have another chance to talk playoff baseball next week. Fans, you guys got to keep us on schedule. Make sure that we don't go on a crazy, bizarro playoff hiatus, uh, as we been want to do. But we got 10 minutes left, and let's talk some National Football League. Oh, the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> the garbage monster dumpster truck that consumes American culture. Yeah, I feel like football is there to absorb my leftover adrenaline from baseball playoffs. Yeah. And it sucks it out of me like a sponge until I'm just a bitter husk of a human being by the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it is the most, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, pessimistic and cynical sport in the United States. Yeah, it's kind of like if seasonal depression was a sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, actually, that's probably basketball. Hockey. <laughs> yeah. If seasonal depression disorder was a sport, it would be NHL hockey. Yeah, that, that, that's true. <laughs> Um, but things are kind of topsy-turvy right now in the NFL. Uh, Detroit beat the Patriots. Uh, Buffalo. Here's, here's, here's a, a little hot take for you. The Buffalo Bills, who got destroyed their first two games, had an away game at Minnesota. 
they tweeted, the Buffalo Bills account tweeted, on our way to Minnesota, and then showed a map with an arrow from Buffalo to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, oh, my God. It's, it's like if one of the people who calls into sports talk radio with opinions about a football team was actually in charge of the team. Right. <laughs> Rex Ryan. Yes. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you want to know who's due for a comeback? Rex Ryan. Yeah. Let's hire that guy. But they won. They, like, kicked the shit out of the Minnesota Vikings because nothing means anything. Everything right. is meaningless. Um, the Miami Dolphins are two games ahead of the Patriots in the AL. In the AL, what do they, what do they call it in football? AFC. Yeah, you got it easy that you only have to remember AL and AFC as a Boston sports fan. You don't have yeah. to like go back and forth between your A's and your N's. But then there's the Eastern Conference. No, what yeah. is it in basketball? Eastern Conference, but you don't. Was it hockey? Same. Bruins. It's the Bruins. <laughs> no, it's the same in hockey and basketball. It's just weird. Like, uh, Chicago's in the West in hockey, but in the East in basketball. Oh, the Dallas Cowboys are in the East. Yeah, that is bullshit. But I hate every team in the NFC East. Yeah. Yeah. I hate every team in the NFC. No, <clears throat> I mean, the NFC is like the National League of the NFL and the NFC East is like the NL East. Sure. No, not really. Not really. But it's the same cities though. Except for Dallas. And they only put Dallas in the East because they need Dallas to play Washington and New York every year. Because those are like the old time rivalries. Like, right. like the city of Dallas being in the quote unquote Eastern Division is the stupidest fucking thing in the world. The second stupidest fucking thing in the world is that Indianapolis is in the South Division. And, like, Indiana's redneck, but Indianapolis is definitely not a southern city. Right. That always pisses me off. But less those so... Are the two stupidest things in the world, people. Yeah, those <clears throat> are the two stupidest things in the world. Right. In the world. In the world. Uh, God, I don't know. I've watched a little bit of NFL football. I don't... It's it, it's soul-crushing to watch. I don't know. I, I like, as you know, the NFL quite a bit more than college football. Right. <clears throat> Which is really the soul-crushing thing, because those are like children with limitless potential yeah. still. Yeah. Not getting paid. <laughs> Not getting paid yeah. and just destroying their bodies for nothing. So I watched uh, my favorite team, the Oregon Ducks, play on Saturday. They had a 24-7 halftime lead, and they ended up losing that game in overtime, 38-31. And it was Saturday night, and I was watching the game sober, because I'd gotten really drunk on Friday night and didn't feel good. And so I was watching the game sober, and that's probably the smartest decision I've made in a really long time. 
Because I think if I had been drinking during that game, I wouldn't have a TV anymore. <laughs> You'd just have a box with a bunch of beer <laughs> bottles stuck in it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's interesting, watching that game being just like, yep, this is going to happen. We're up 24-7 and we got first and goal. We're going to lose this football game. Oh, really? You knew it? After, well, I knew it after they had a, they had a first and goal, uh, up twenty four seven in the third quarter, and then they fumbled it and Stanford recovered it and ran it back for a touchdown, to make it twenty four fourteen. At that point, it was like, yeah, this is not gonna end well. Is Stanford your rivals? A rival, only because they've both been good over the last like decade. Our, our rivals are Oregon State and Washington. Yeah, Beavers. <clears throat> and the Hoyas? Huskies. Huskies. Other kind of dog. Yeah. We're going to lose to Washington by a lot. Yeah, Washington's good. Washington's good. Yeah. We're going to beat Oregon State. We're, we're going to be fine. We'll be 8-4, and 9-3. We'll be all right. Go to the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. Alright guys, I'm done talking college football. I'm sorry. I can I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own podcast of Joel <laughs> talks college football. I got Joel talks college football by himself. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. The only user on Twitter with zero followers. That'll be fine. Just me in the dark room with with But the you box. don't even record it. You're just like shouting into a trash can. <laughs> 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 um. Alright, alright, we're running out of time. Uh, what have we not covered? Um, are you worried about the Patriots? They're one and two. They're two and one. They're one and two. They lost two games? They lost, yeah, they've lost to Detroit and somebody else. They're two games back of the undefeated Miami Dolphins. Huh. Uh, you know, I watched some of that game on Sunday, and I'm a little worried. <laughs> but it just, something was up with their game plan. Um, and then I think that they're dealing with some injuries on defense. So what I saw is that I saw... Jacksonville and Detroit. They lost to Jacksonville. Right, that was to Jacksonville. Right. I saw... The Detroit Lions able to march down the field on every single possession, mm-hmm. uh, similar to the Super Bowl last year. Like, the, the Patriots' defense could not stop anything. Uh-huh. It was like – it was like there wasn't a single three and out that the, that the Tigers, the Lions, Lions. had. Yeah. So they got to figure that out. And also I saw – and this was very un-Patriots-like – uh, there were quite a few incorrect routes run huh. uh, by receivers. And so <clears throat> there's a couple receivers that are injured right now. And, and then there's a lot yeah. of, like, young people. I got so, What about Josh Gordon? Do you think he's going to play soon? I don't know who that is. The guy they signed from Cleveland? Oh, the weed guy? Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Like, I, I, I'll root for that guy. 
You know, I, I don't. I rooted. I rooted for Legarrette Blunt when he was on New England. I'll root uh-huh. for Josh Gordon. Like I, I'm not a Patriot fan. I root against the Patriots. I'll root for the weed guys that they pick up off like waivers. Right. I love that. I love that shit. Uh, I don't, I, you know, do you remember when <clears throat> the Patriots picked up Chad Ochocinco? I, how long did they have him for? Only a couple games and they cut him. He was at Oregon State. He couldn't learn playbook. Really? Yeah. And so like the thing about the Patriots is like, it doesn't actually matter if you're talented or not. It's like you have to follow the rules. Right. You're just basically like you run your route. Yeah. And then either you get the ball or you don't. And it's like, <clears throat> it's worse to like run the route incorrectly right. than to drop the pass. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Your, so, your athleticism is secondary to learn the system. To the system, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is, you know, the cornerstone to their success. Right. Uh and so, you know, they're going to shake some things up on that offense because, like, if you're on the Patriots and you're running, like, there was this one route that I saw this guy ran and he was, like, running into the end zone and then he cut into the middle of the, towards the center of the end zone uh-huh. and Brady threw the ball into the corner, like a really nice fade pass that he would have caught if he had kept going towards the corner. Like, Brady didn't, throw the ball to the wrong place. You know right. what I mean? The guy like, didn't run the, yeah. He is the captain of the system. He knows right. the system. Right. So, like, that receiver, I don't remember who it was, but he probably won't play next week. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or if he doesn't get cut, you know? Like, that's the sort of shit that is unforgivable. Right. So, uh, you know, I think that... I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm, it's like... I don't really start paying attention to football until baseball's over. So, like, sure, I don't. Uh, and I think that if anyone could like write the ship, then it would be the, the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. All right. But so, you know, Brady looked good. He was moving in the pocket, like throwing the ball really hard. Uh huh. Yeah. Gronk had a couple like amazing Gronk plays. You know. Gronk. Gronk's on my fantasy team now, so I don't hate him like I did last year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, he's just like he's like a giant child. Yeah, and that's kind of what I hated him, and I hated him because everybody else has the attitude of ha ha ha. He's like a giant child, right? But he's not. He's he's an adult, like everybody else is an adult. So how come he gets to get away with these hilarious antics when other people don't? I don't like. like I don't know, like uh, Odell Beckham Jr., that guy's hilarious. J.L. Smith, that guy's hilarious. What? What's their deal? Oh. I'm missing something. I don't know. I just don't, yeah, never mind. But do they have an erotic novella written about them? Uh, I don't know. He does. That's exciting. I yeah, it's, know called, that. it's called a gronking to remember. Nice. Yeah. Who wrote it? Or was it published? Some erotic author. I don't know, dude. I've never read it. I just I remember. <laughs> it came out a couple of years ago, and it was like everyone was just thought it was so funny. Like all the like shock jock sports radio guys were talking about it. That's you know? that is funny. That is fucking hilarious. <clears throat> okay, so the Patriots 
They've lost. They've beaten the Houston Texans. Right. They've lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. And the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Now, if they lose to every team left on their schedule that has a mammal as a mascot, they'll go four and eight. Okay. If they beat, if the, so that means wins over the Chiefs, the Packers, the Titans. Oh no, they'd have to go. They'd go better than that. They're one and two. They would beat the Chiefs. That's two. The Packers three. Titans four. Jets five. Steelers six. Vikings seven. They'd go seven and five. They still got to play the Bills. They play the Dolphins twice, the Bears, and the Colts. Right. So is their weakness playing teams named after animals? Well, I don't feel like it's safe to say that because they've only lost against teams that are named after cats. Exactly. So you don't know that they just have a problem with cat teams. Right. I like what you're saying. Because then they're going to go, here's the thing, they could go 14-2, and right? Yeah. Because they don't play any more cat teams. They don't play any more cat teams. But then what if they face the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC uh, title game? That would be trouble. That would be big fucking trouble. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's... that's, uh, Something to think about, anyway. Yeah, I think something to think about. Right. Like they have to, like, I don't, I don't know what you do to, like, break that sort of um, curse. Lemon. Lemon and citrus. Cats really don't like lemony, right. citrusy things. And they just, like, start bottles. leaving cucumbers around on the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spray bottles <laughs> with lemon-scented water. Just kind Yeah, shoo, shoo, bad kitty, bad kitty. Bad kitty. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's going to be in the playbook. Yeah, they're dog people. The Patriots right. are just they're dog people. Well, Clearly. oh, then they they could play Cleveland. And the Browns? The, Brown, and the dog pound. It's a stretch. <laughs> it's a stretch. It's a stretch. It's a long stretch. It's a long stretch. It's a long stretch. Yeah. So my, my uh, we got to sign off, but my, my head, my head tells me a Patriots-Packers Super Bowl. Yeah. My What's heart, heart tell you? Bears-Browns. Bears-Browns, huh? Bears-Browns. Aren't they both NFC? No. The no, Browns, Browns are, are AFC. Bears are NFC. Yeah. The Browns win one game and you're like, Fully on the Browns bandwagon? No, no, no. I'm not fully on. I'm on that Bears bandwagon soon. I'm waiting. I am, like, punching my ticket for that Chicago Bears bandwagon. Uh, but I really, I really fucking hate their quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. Never heard of him. Yeah, because he sucks. And they're paying him, like, $500 million. They're paying him, like, the GDP of Liechtenstein. Ah, all right, we gotta go. Um, next week we'll be back. Playoffs will be getting going in baseball. We will have more to talk about that. Um, I'm excited about this Astros Indians 
Diaz, I think Astros are going to win, but I'm excited about it. Um, I don't know. Well, no, are the Yankees and the Astros playing each other anymore this season? I don't know. Because uh, I don't think that the Astros have clinched the division. Yeah, they have. I don't think they have. I'm pretty sure they have. Let's check it. Because I think that... <clears throat> They... No, they haven't. You right. You right. They got. They're five games up with five games left to play. Right. So their magic number is one. Oh whoa! Oh, because those games must have just changed. Okay, yeah, I guess their magic number. No magic numbers one. And no, they don't play each other. Oakland is at Seattle at the Angels. What's Houston? That's weird. Houston is at Toronto at Baltimore. So if Houston gets swept by the Baltimore Orioles, then Oakland can win the division. <laughs> That's not happening. Houston's not getting swept. I don't know that. <laughs> Dude. I will buy you a Coca-Cola Classic if Baltimore sweeps Houston to end the season. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, so much for listening. Uh, we will see you again next week. Again, um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud.com. You can listen to us on Apple iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes, please review us, rate us, and subscribe to us. Tweet at us at Dump on the yeah. Earth. Find We're us on Facebook. We're better than Woody Page. We are better than Woody Page. We're better than a lot out there. Um, it's, it's the most beautiful time of the year. Playoffs, football. Uh, I'm not dying of heat. Sam, any last one? I'm dying. <clears throat> Humidity. Yeah, that kind of sucks. We're getting this uh, the tail end of whatever hurricane hit the Carolinas and it's just like a freaking swamp area. Yeah. That's cool. <clears throat> Alright. Uh, Van Morrison and the band. Gonna play oh yeah. Up. Why Why did you choose that walk-up music? Because I heard it on the radio and I was like, this song is so good. And then I, But I didn't hear this version on the radio. I heard the radio version on the radio. And then I remembered that he had this version on the last waltz with the band. And I really like it. I was like, yeah. Feels good. 1978. Same year the Yankees uh, beat the Red Sox in that one game. It would have been to 1938. Yeah. From we'll, here. We'll do that next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Tie in. Tie in. There you go. Tie it. Tie all full circle. Full time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. Good night, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen. See you next time. Turn up your radios. Radio. Radio. My favorite thing about this is Van Morrison's crazy outfit. His skin tight sequin bodysuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really like that he's just like, he's like, that long hair.
Yeah. 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 There it is. <laughs> 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 